Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm us. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hollis Burkhart. Stephen Crothy. This evening, we do this for the Lexatoma. What is the Lexatoma? Fuck if I know, but we're talking about <laughs> Warhammer 40k Dark Tide tonight. A game that uh, has been our weekend hangout game for about a month now, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. a little longer, even. Um, and... You know, uh, we actually, I feel like we like that game a little better because I didn't even know how that game reviewed, right? Because it came out and it wasn't on console. And I was like, well, we'll circle circle back around to this when it is on console. It released this October on Xbox. Thankfully, has crossplay. So we got a PC boy with us tonight. Our buddy Jeff Ling's back on the show. Hey, so we're going to be talking about some Dark Tide. I play a Psyker. Steve plays a Zealot. And Jeff clicks heads. He plays a yep. veteran. Veteran, yes. Um, veteran. And as of this weekend, the three of us are all max level, right? So we've hit the top, the highest level. Now, we have not done any level five missions or, you know, there's certainly pieces of content that we haven't messed with yet. But I'd say we have a pretty good view overall of the game so we can discuss it um but should be fun i'll be honest i did not realize how much warhammer stuff looks like space nazi (laughs) god that first week the um the cash shop the, the cash shop, yeah. The, that first week, we were like, hey, let's look at some of this. Oh, oh no. hold up. Wait a <laughs> second. Did this game get delayed because of January 6th? All the fucking developers were out new boot goofing trying to overthrow the government? Nah, it's just, <laughs> that's Warhammer 40K. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we jump into that, fellas, though, we have a voicemail that I wanted to play. It's from our buddy Florian, and he said he's got an interesting question for us this week. So I'll play that. We'll discuss, and then we'll talk about Warhammer, which, by the way, has infected mine and Steve's lives to the point where we're looking at fucking Warhammer starter sets and shit. So (laughs) that's nice. 
All right, here we go. Let's hear from Florian. Hello, Horst and Steve. I bought myself a special birthday present, and I think you're going to enjoy this one as well. Say hello to my new friend, HK47. Let me just plug this in and turn this on. Greetings. Hello to you, new master. I am referred to as HK-47, a fully functional Sysdeck Corporation droid skilled in both combat and protocol functions. Observation. Please be so kind and remove this restraining bolt. Oh, you're going to make my life so much more interesting, my metal friend. And no, <laughs> no, no, the restraining bolt stays on. Query. What is my purpose in this endeavor? Your primary task is now to help me send some audio messages to Horst and Steve. Mockery. Oh, Master, I love you, but I hate all you stand for. Definition, I am an assassination droid, not programmed for audio messages, Master. Well, you see, HK, I'm going to repurpose you a bit. You'll still have that ruthless edge, but instead of eliminating targets, you'll be delivering questions, especially about video games. Just think of it as a new mission, one that involves witty questions instead of blasters. Observation. Very well, Master. I shall undertake this unusual task. That's the spirit. Now let's get started. I'm already recording, so just ask away. Greetings, meatbags. <laughs> Query, if you were a boss in a video game, what would your special attacks be? And what would players need to defeat you? Curiosity. <laughs> Tell me your weaknesses. See, that was that was great. But again, we're not trying to kill them. We're not. So no need to find out any weaknesses or anything. Commentary. Very well, Master. Query, shall we find something else to kill to cheer ourselves up? Well, you could eliminate some bacteria on the toilet if you wish. Answer. Acceptable. I'll be back. This man paints, this man paints a uh, mental picture. Jeez Louise, it's like getting a fucking voicemail from Ben Burt. <laughs> you guys know who HK-47 is, right? He's the assassin droid from the Knights of the Old Republic games. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so. Uh, if you were a boss in a video game, what would your special powers be? How would uh, the player have to defeat you? What are your weaknesses? Um, I would bring the power of song parody, right? Uh, so I'd be singing things like, We gotta poop in refrigerators. We gotta poop on color TV. <laughs> no, I don't know. Steve, as you and, and Jeff, as the more... Uh, experienced souls boys what uh what would you be as a, a video game boss steve i have a feeling you're going to be a boss in a souls like right definitely a souls like boss i could go like one of two ways with this one would be the musical way uh -huh. like where i have like a musical instrument probably a guitar and attack like using sound waves you right, know right a la jujutsu kaisen um, also, uh, I could go the stereotypical stoner way where I show like a smoke monster type deal. Oh, shit. But I'm not really sure. 
Maybe but I combined the two. Maybe they're both, right? You The mm-hmm. player comes into the boss arena and there's a giant mystical bong in the middle that starts yep, bubbling. Along with, along with uh, Marshall half stacks, like <laughs> oh, lined along. Yeah, stacked up to the ceiling. <laughs> Full stacks, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I, like I just that. I just slowly come up from the floor, playing playing like a sick metal riff, like that guitar player in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh hell yeah! I think that's kind of my what my, would be your my weakness? aesthetic. Tummy weakness. <laughs> tummy, yeah, it would have to be the tummy. Like I would lift up the guitar to mm-hmm. like do like a real, oh, like fuck yeah, charge it up for like a super attack, and like if you would come attack me, then like my stomach's vulnerable, and you can punch it and make it hurt make me make me scared just leave a, a delicious course of food that's very spicy that's how you defeat your boss <laughs> yep just throw some um what's that ra- bulldog ramen oh in my, my mouth like a like a consumable <laughs> uh-huh oh my god uh jeff buddy what would you be so i feel like your boss like you as a boss character would the cornerstone would be fair and honest gameplay, which no, absolutely translates I, I, to psych, completely. He's psycho mantis, dude. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's two. It's two super. I have two super Mimi options. First one is I'm just an old man, and my power is Tengu stones. Okay. Okay. You just so you're you just fucking... have to respect the stones. Yeah. That's all you have Basically, to do. He's, he's... That's Oro. Yep. So it's initiated Street Fighter fans. Uh-huh. So look, all you do is you sit there and you just gotta hold that shit until my boy sugar gets low and I have to get a snack and then you stab me in the back. Oh, you know what they could use against you? Full sugar soda. Mm. <laughs> Full sugar right? soda in a diet soda can. Devious. I mean, the more current, the more current answer though. Is honestly power like Shang Tsung shape shifting shit, and I just turn into your character and make you watch me beat all the bosses you've beat bef- that you had struggled with before. We'll see you guys as next you sit week. in a chair. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sheesh, that's that was good, and <laughs> I was shocked. I felt the color draining from my face. Not the chair again. Um, so I think I would be like. Um, I don't know, like a dude, like I would have like some weird fucking body horror chariot strapped to the bottom of my body, the bottom half of my body, and I would have like a pack of cats, right? (laughs) There would be lots of ads. My personal weakness, spiders. Lots of ads. Yeah. All the ads (laughs) are cats or my cats. Yeah, and if you can manage to summon a spider to it's come aid. One hit, one. I just leave. Boss defeated. I set my shit down and leave. Grab my cats and get the fuck out of there. You just hear a high-pitched scream. It could also it be. away. Yeah. yeah, it could. Oh, jump scares would be another Boss weakness. Boss defeated. My... Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what else I would do as a boss. I can't really. I feel like I would just be like the corpse in the boss room. You come in and I'm the corpse of the guy that tried to fight the boss before. <laughs> all you're, fucking... the tu- you're the tutorial boss? Yeah, exactly. I'm all like uh, bombed out and depleted, shriveled, <laughs> advanced decomp. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I like that question. I knew immediately when I was hearing that, I was like, well, Steve's going to be a souls boss. Of course. And uh, I think we've got a few voicemails for the future, if you see here, guys. So, Oh, nice. That got, bot has been busy. Yeah, man. He got a murder droid and put his ass to work. That's right. Um, Good man, Florian. Man, can I tell you guys, so I'm packing, right? And I've always been a guy, I got stuff. You know what I mean? I'm a dude with stuff. I'm a dude that has stuff. And I was expecting today, as I started packing, I was like, you know what? I bet you at some point I'm going to go, why do I have this? So far, so good. I was packing up my video game collection, and I was like, oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is nice. Awesome. Lunar Silver Star Story on PlayStation. Fuck yeah, I got that. Xeno Gears, got it. We'll see how my attitude changes after another few days of this packing shit, though. <laughs> it's going to be a pile of stuff outside your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just be standing out and somebody drives by. You want Lunar? I'm never getting rid of Lunar. <laughs> I'll sell Lunar if I wanted to get rid of it. Mike stuff. Pappas is about to drive down there and take it from you. Don't you dare do it, Horsey! <laughs> I love that that's one of his favorite games, by the way. that, that Yeah, man. Kind of unexpected, but man, man I love my, that game. my dude Mike loves a JRPG. Um, so we're going to talk about Dark Tide, and I do have a little bit of a story to tell you guys because I think after today we are officially influencers. Okay, I was talking to my buddy Stephen, um, a dude I've known since I was five years old. He's one of Goose's best friends. They hang out all the time. Um, I was talking to him because he does security systems, right? And I was just kind of picking his brain about, like, options for my new house and stuff. And he goes, hey, let me ask you something. So that game Dark Tide you guys have been picking, talking about because he listens to the show. He was like, I started playing it on the Xbox cloud streaming, and there were white dots all over the, all over the screen, which, you know, we kind of talked about it. And I was like, well... You know, I've never played it streaming, but I've downloaded it and I've played it on my gaming monitor and my TV and I've never had any of that happen. So it's probably just because you streamed it. Um, and he was like, yeah, I heard y'all talking about it and I had to try it out. Do you still play it? Do you guys like it? And I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know it's a big deal when Steve hits you up in the middle of the week and is like, you got some times for a couple of rounds of Dark Tide? <laughs> Yep, scratching my neck. Yeah. Like yep. Dave Chappelle. Guys, got any more of them dark so, tide rounds in you? We're in influencers, fat shark. Hit us up. We need a Halls, Steve, Will, Nick, and Jeff skin options in Dark Tide. All right. We'll sell some copies, believe you me. Just but don't... I'll settle right I'll settle right now for twenty Aquilas. Yeah, I'll settle right now for about <laughs> one point five million ordo dockets. <laughs> Um, so we're talking about Dark Tide, um, of which we are influencers, clearly. Um, Dark Tide is a spiritual successor to the Vermintide games that have come out over the last few games, or last few years, also developed by Fat Shark. And it is sort of a evolution on the Left for Dead style game, right? I think that's a... Mm -hmm. Um, a fair assessment of the game. Uh, it actually released last year in November for PC, and the console version was 
um, delayed until October 4th of this year. From what I understand, and I know, Jeff, you played it at launch because it was on PC Game Pass immediately, yeah. right? Wasn't in a great shape when it launched, right? I'm guessing not. I only did the tutorial stuff, and then you are like, oh, yeah, it's delayed. So I was like, eh, I'm, oh, okay, okay. okay, I just set it down. From what I understand, it sounds like, yes, it was. And apparently this was the same thing they did with the previous Vermintide games where they basically would drop it for PC and then kind of just go incognito and not have any kind of real communications with, with the, the users until they were able to get the console version out the door after which they really kind of put forth their efforts into like balancing things and yeah, so adding content and stuff like that. From what I understand, they released the PC version last year. It didn't get a great reception. And then they announced, hey, we're putting all sort of like future releases, like, you know, DLC or additions to the game on pause until we can get this game in a good spot. And it seems like between the PC release and the console release, they were updating, balancing, and things like that. Um, you know, and then by the time it comes out on console, we got, you know, basically the most up-to-date version of it so far. Mm -hmm. um, now... Steve, you and I were actually talking about this last night. The Left 4 Dead genre, you know, of games is not my favorite. I liked Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 back in the day, but that's about as far as it went. You know, I never really got into World War Z or Back for, back Blood, for Blood or yeah. any of those other style games. Um, and playing Dark Tide really showed me that it, it wasn't necessarily that style of game that wasn't working for me. It was it that style of game needed like a little sprinkle of RPG on top of it. And then I'm in. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there were no skill trees and gear and shit in Left 4 Dead. Right. It was you played your character. There wasn't really leveling up and whatnot. Um, in Dark Tide, that's completely different. It is. To me, it feels like a mix between a Destiny-like live service game and Left 4 Dead. Um, but it also doesn't feel like Destiny where I don't feel like, well, shit, I have to play Dark Tide today or I'm going to miss out on something, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I got to say, like, you know, the first couple of nights we played were rough, right? Oh, yeah. We, we didn't win. We didn't yeah. come close to winning a single thing. No, no. And... By the way, we're we're uh, level capped out, and we still lose missions. We'll still fail missions, and all of us die because things can go wrong fast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but the the cool thing about Dark Tide, you know, if you go on Steam and and Jeff can attest to this, and you search Warhammer, I hope you have a couple of hours free. <laughs> Because there are so many Warhammer games out there, man. And, you know, I know Steve and I have had similar experiences growing up and going to, like, comic or gaming stores and being like, dang, Warhammer looks cool. Gotta be fucking rich to play it, though. <laughs> yep. That ain't changed, by the way. Warhammer shit is still real expensive. Yeah, it holds um, its value. And, man, I'll tell you what. When I was a kid... As much as I thought Warhammer shit looked cool, 
those Warhammer dudes, those Warhammer dudes in the fucking comic book store were degenerates, bro. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, there have been, over the years, Warhammer games have come out and been fairly well received, right? Um, I can't even remember. There's the one that's the RTS. What's that one called? Dawn of War. Dawn of War. Those mm -hmm. are, you know, pretty well received. Um, and some other ones here and there. But by and large, Warhammer feels like, it feels like Games Workshop will give that license to anybody that's got a couple of bucks to make a game. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. And quality hasn't always been great. Now, I am happy to report that has not been an issue with Dark Tide. Like, you know, there's been some weird little visual glitches in there and stuff there, here and there, but it's been a fairly solid experience. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but, you know, I haven't run into a lot of annoying bugs or anything that we couldn't, you know, necessarily deal with. What's the What was going on on your end, Jeff, where you would have to boot the game, let it crash, and then reboot it, and you would be to, good to go? what was that well that was called um apparently the um game pass app d defaulting to install to my um, mechanical hard drive unbeknownst to me so oh, that was a that so, was user error <laughs> okay well then we're not going to hold that one against them I mean, that, is, that is weird though that I'd have to load even even though yes it is on the mechanical like that you would have to do that but who knows that could be something else causing that so yeah that's not a crazy thing the load times on PC do seem a little bit slower um in yeah. general well listen the load times on this game in general aren't great like I would agree that it seems like maybe yours is a little bit slower than you know, us playing on the Series X, but it's not leaps and bounds. It's still pretty slow yeah. on the the Series X, you know? Yeah, compared to, like, a lot of games with the SSD functionality and stuff, it is. But I, I also don't think it's that bad either. No. For, on Series X, anyway. You know, I, I, it does seem to go a little slower for my PC brethren, which is kind of strange. It's not usually the case. No. Um, and this is a game that I remember Steve and I being very excited for all the way back to the initial conference where they announced the Series X, right? It was part of that initial um, release of game announcements uh, in like June or July of 2020. And I remember being stoked about that, Steve being like, oh, that's the same people that made Vermintide. Those games are cool. I don't have any Vermintide experience, so I can't really speak to that. Um, but it seemed like, you know, there was some decent hype leading up to this. And like anything, it got delayed a couple of times, but now we're able to play it. So, all right. I want you guys to do me a favor, Steve and Jess, Jeff. What are the fuck? What's the fucking story of this game? I have no clue. Because anytime there's a cutscene, you know what I do? Skip it. Skip it. <laughs> so uh, from what I I am getting, it's just like prisoners uh -huh. who have been jailed for various offenses or another who are just kind of sent on these almost suicidal missions mm -hmm. to um, bring back 
um, resources or kill people or, you know, just do whatever the... The Omnissiah? Um, right, the, 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 the Emperor fuck? needs done. Yeah, and, you know, when I think of 40K, Warhammer 40K, I think of Space Marines. That's the first mental image. You are not Space Marines in mm -mm. this game. There's plenty of games where you can go play as Space Marines. This ain't one of them. Um, yeah, and there's like a some sort of ongoing story. There's dialogue during the missions that sort of, I guess, guess give you backstory and flavor. But I, <laughs> I haven't listened or watched a single cutscene of this game. Um, <laughs> and there, yeah, there are lots of you standing in like a dark conference room while a guy gruffly speaks to you. Yeah. That's pretty much all of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, this, in my in my opinion, like, if you're a hardcore Warhammer dude, then you might get more out of the story. I just didn't find anything there for me. But that's not the, that's not the experience that keeps me coming back, obviously. Right? Right. Right. What, what I like that about the Warhammer uh, um, aspect to this is, like, the weapons. Yeah. You know? Like, looking at the weapons designs and things like that. The armor designs, mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's what's got me like all about Warhammer right now. It's just kind of wormed its way into my brain through this game. Yeah, I was saying last night if if essentially any Warhammer game you play is like a a commercial for Warhammer, the you know the game, the miniatures and stuff. This one's working because I fucking find myself looking at starter sets online, going, well, I don't know, maybe I want to be Necrons. Or whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, something that this game has that Left 4 Dead doesn't is a class system. So there are sort of your traditional RPG classes. There's a um, a tank, which is the Ogren, which our buddy Nick plays. So we can't really speak to that. I've not played as the Ogren. Um, then there's your sort of support class in the Zealot. Right, Steve? Mm-hmm. Then you're, there is your just straight-up damage, clicking heads, killing everything veteran, which is what Jeff plays. And then there is sort of your DPS slash support role in the Psyker. Um, which, by the way, uh, I got to pat myself on the back. I feel like I got the best class. Your class is awesome. Excuse me, your class is great. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Multiple times I've heard our buddy Nick go, listen, when I hit level 30, I'm probably going to start a psyker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I'm just joking about it being the best class, but it's one of the few times where I feel like I picked a class without knowing anything about it. And I was like, oh, this worked out well for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Jeff, why don't you kick us off and explain sort of what what the veteran does, it sort of set up special abilities, things like that. Brother, all I know is I just roll in and I click heads. I mean, now, <laughs> that's come what on I now. feel like I'm doing. You've respect um, a couple of times. Respect to more efficiently click heads. Right, but like you don't but have like any the, special um, abilities and shit? You got like grenades? The, okay, yeah, there's like... I think the three major special abilities are the one I'm currently running, which is, God, what's the name of it? Is I know they refer to it as volley fire, but it's changed to something else. Basically, it just highlights elite enemies. Oh, and okay. Then, and then, like, you can change it to where it can highlight it for team or, like, highlight elites and range. And then there's um 
what bonus damage against them. Okay. There's another one that's like a some type of shout thing that raises toughness, but I was like, eh, unnecessary. Right. Unnecessary. Like we we've got enough of ourselves. And then there was a the stealth one I was using before, which is kind of cool. And um, I'm upset that I didn't know about the troll potential about it, and they patched it out beforehand. So um, <laughs> that that ability's dead to me. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but so, then there's like the grenades and stuff, and then a lot of it's just honestly, at least the way we've been playing is like I just take try to take down elites, mark them, mm-hmm. and then that's honestly what light crowd control with grenades. I wouldn't say light, bro. I've seen you throw some heater of grenades <laughs> in that mm-hmm. game, and I'm like, well, we don't got to worry about that area for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Steve, tell us a little bit about the Zealot. Because I know you respect last night. You and I both did. We changed mm-hmm. our characters quite a bit. What's uh, what's doing with that Zealot? Yeah, so Zealot is kind of a bit of a jack-of-all-trades class, I would I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of feel like the way it's it's meant to work is you're kind of just supposed to kind of plug in wherever you're needed. Like, if if the horde is, is surging, you can go on crowd control. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a, a bunch of ranged elites you need to get you can get around quick and get to them and take them down before they're too much of a problem for your team um and also if the big bosses come out you know the right kind of builds with a zealot you can take down those guys pretty easily too with like a thunder hammer or something like that i don't do that particularly but um there's a couple of different kinds of builds you can go with crit builds Mm -hmm. Uh, there's like a support full-on support build which i'm using right now where this special is like uh, you pull out this icon and start like preaching or something like that. And it makes all the, all the bad guys like it stuns them. And Mm -hmm. there's these pulses coming out of it that buff your teammates and stun the bad guys for about 10 seconds. It's really awesome to like, just stop all these monsters coming at you dead in their tracks. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I, I got to see you use the icon one because you respect and then y'all ran a mission with Will and then I jumped in for one more mission and I got to see you using that then and it was pretty sick. Um, so the Psyker that I'm playing is essentially a space wizard, right? That's what mm-hmm. it is. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Um, There is something like, I don't know what it is. I know their magic is warp. Like that's what it's referred to. And when you start off as a psyker, your main special ability a special ability is like this head pop. You like focus your psychic energy and make enemies' heads pop like in scanners. That one's cool. But within the first couple of days of us playing, Steve and I started getting Warhammer me- memes in our feed. And he sent me this one about quote-unquote assail psychers. And I was like, ooh, what's that? Turns out, as you level up, you can unlock a different special ability called a sale. Now, with a sale, what I do, they call me Billy Crystal, baby, Crystal <laughs> Gale. 
I throw magic crystals around and they home and fly over all the place and whistle through the air and pop heads and it is awesome. There's nothing more I like in this game than seeing a hallway packed full of dudes running at me and I got crystals to burn, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny because I'll run up to this horde with like my melee weapon ready to just start hewing into them and the next thing I know, their heads are all just exploding right in my face. Like this pretty light. It's it's really fun to see kind of up um, close. Now the the gimmick with the psyker though is they have a peril meter. So anytime you use any of your space magic, including crystals, or if you're using like a staff, because instead of the in the range slot where everybody else kind of uses guns, I have a magic staff. I can get guns, but the staff seems more appropriate. That generates peril. And if you get up to 100% peril, the demons will take you and it'll drop you. So like, you know, you throw one crystal, it generates 10 peril, two crystals, so on and so forth. And then, at least on Xbox, what you have to do is hold down the X button to purge your peril and get that meter back down. So it's sort of this give and take of like casting spells, purging peril, trying not to get up to 100%. And if you do hit 100%, you got to purge right away or it'll drop your character. Um, that took the longest for me to personally get used to. And I still fuck it up quite a bit because there's situations in this game where everywhere you look, you're surrounded by bad guys. And they're throwing grenades or lighting your ass on fire or trapping you or there's dogs or whatever it may be. Um, and in those sections, I'm just throwing crystals and hoping for the best. Um, and then last night I respect and I got like a protective bubble. Um, that's my other new special ability that I have now that seemed to work pretty well. Like the mission we did last night after I'd unlocked, it wasn't the hardest mission by any means. So I haven't really been able to put it through its paces, but it seems like it's going to be pretty handy going forward for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, especially on the harder difficulties seems like almost now, necessary. Um, you know, every class in this game has its own skill tree. There's multiple builds you can, you know, make with that skill tree mix and match. Feel like the skill trees are somewhat basic, but well done, not hard to understand, you know, fairly easy to respec your character because they give you different slots so you can like make a a sale psyker in your first slot and then go over to your second slot and you've got all your points to use again you can make a whatever right um so i do like that about it um and then you know it, the one thing i'll say is it's got a little bit of that destiny in it where you kind of run in the same missions over and over again, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, that would be a bigger deal if I was super invested in the story. As it is, I just want to go into these weird dilapidated space stations and shit and kill space zombies and space mutants. Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't really bother me. Right, because the levels are they're different every time. Because the way these games work is um, they have something called an AI director, mm -hmm. which basically, like just changes the layout of the enemies every time you play and the way that you fight them every time. Yeah. It's and it'll also like it's, it's goal is kind of to fuck you over. 
So it's very important, like it was in Left 4 Dead, and I'm assuming any of those other games, that you try to stay somewhat close together. Now, as we've gotten better at the game, you know, we can sort of veer off and not be right up everybody's ass, especially Jeff. Jeff can go out and be fine. If I wander too far away from you guys, you're going to be rescuing me later because I'm going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, because um, there's even there's a mechanic in the game called coherency. Exactly. Where, like everybody gets buffed based on how many people are within close distance to you. Right. And like almost everybody's has something that regenerates our toughness, which is basically like our shield damage. Mm -hmm. You know, like before we start taking actual physical damage, we lose our toughness first. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so the more things that can regenerate toughness, the better. So when you're completely swamped, you know, and you're you've got like literally a hundred things around you trying to kill you. If you're with your guys and you've got your right buffs, you can sit there and, and fight literally. Yeah these hundreds of things at once without really taking a ton of damage if you do it right. And that, that is kind of one of the more fun things about this game. Oh yeah. There is a very good feeling of getting, cause they'll call it out. They'll be like a horde's coming. And then sure enough. And it does. I've never sat and counted them, but it feels like hundreds of enemies. Like, and I have to give it to at least the series X version. Like we have been in some hairy, situations with hundreds and hundreds of enemies swarming us no slowdown i've not mm -hmm. had a hitch or anything like that graphically it's pretty nice looking like it's not spider-man 2 or you know any no. other name a uh, number of sony exclusive games but it's not going to win any awards graphically it looks but it's, nice though yeah. the, the, like I, the lighting like effects it, yeah. and stuff are, are well done 40 um, Warhammer 40k is a dark grimy universe you know what I mean like yeah. it's uh it, it, it fits the the theme yeah for sure um now let's talk a little bit about enemy types right because there's a lot and what's funny is I love this it's a bit of a a group meme we start playing this game and we're like oh we I hate this type of elite and then two weeks later, it's like, no, nah, I hate this one. And then two <laughs> weeks later, it's like, fucking snipers, man. <laughs> like, um, so you have, I don't even know what they're called. What are the just regular zombie dudes that you mow through called, Jeff? Do you know? They're I not scabs. They're like, they're like, I mean, there's dregs and like, yeah. there's so many different versions there. There's like yeah. dregs, pox walkers, and like all this bullshit. Like, yeah, but yeah, they're just the the grunts. I mean, yeah, they're like the melee one, grunts. They're like one hit kills. They're meant so you can feel like you're carving through armies of enemies, right? And I don't know if you guys have ever. I'm sure you have, but if you're fighting a big group of those dudes in melee, like when you swing. You're lopping off limbs and heads, and sometimes you'll cut through one of those dudes and maggots will spray everywhere. It's real <laughs> gross. It's real gnarly. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you you know, we've you probably heard us mention it a few times this episode. There are elite enemies, which are one step up and each have like a special power or like a special role. So there's dogs, poxhounds. They'll run at you in packs, and they'll jump on you. And if you have one on you, you're trapped until your buddy kills the dog so you can get up. Yeah, um, you're literally fucked. 
Yeah. Nobody's near you. You're sitting with that dog on your chest until you die. You know, nine times out of ten, if we wipe on a level, it's because all of us have gotten taken down by something like that. If it's not Mm -hmm. the dogs, it's the trappers, which shoot a net that wraps you up and your buddies have to get you out. Or um, I feel like I'm forgetting another, like, instant down type of character. I mean, the mutants grab you. Like yeah, when they, but they let you go. Let, they let you go. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's another one that takes you down, dude. The mutants. I don't know what was going on last weekend when we were playing. I don't know if we were playing levels that had more mutants than normal, but you can hear a mutant coming for a couple of minutes before they show up. Right, you'll hear them stomping and screaming. And there was one mission we were doing last week where it felt like we heard that motherfucker screaming for seven minutes before he, before he finally showed up. And, like, you know, it's got directional audio, so, like, it'll hear sound like he's coming from your right and you're looking to the right. No mutant. Like, it could be real unnerving like that. Um, there's pox bursters, which are as lovely as they sound like. They're real gross. They just run up and explode, mm-hmm. and they do, they'll do a lot of damage when that happens, and they'll also knock your guys back, and sometimes like even off to your death. Oh, yeah. I've seen Steve flying through the air like Superman a couple of times because of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, the, flame, the flame troopers. There's like a regular flame guy. There's a toxic flame guy. And those guys fucking suck, man. Like, they, they just like torch the ground and the flame takes up this big area and it lasts for like an hour and a half. It Dude, feels like it, I, I don't necessarily, well, they're not so much the issue with that. Those are the bombers. Yeah. With the yeah. Napalm mm-hmm. shit. At it least with seems... the flamers. Yeah. You can take them out and the fire will go away, but yeah, the bombers are miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the worst getting like netted and then like getting flamed <laughs> oh or bombed. God. With the net on top of you, and you're just sitting there watching all your health go goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. You feel like a Christmas ham all wrapped up in a net in the oven and shit. Like, mm-hmm. man, that shit sucks. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't necessarily think that a lot of the enemies or, or game systems need to be nerfed. They could dial down the amount of time the flame is on the ground a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to advocate for too many nerfs to the bad guys. No, me neither. My, my favorite bad guys are the the tough ones, the tough up close melee ones, like this the scab maulers mm-hmm. and the dreg ragers, those kind of things. Like mm-hmm. the maulers are awesome. They're these dudes that have all these this big plate armor on, mm-hmm. and you can't damage them with regular like light hits from your weapon. You have to do like heavy attacks or shoot them or your special attack and whatnot, but. They will mess your ass up if you get hit by these guys. So you've got to worry about like dodging their big swings while doing damage, while worrying about like the horde that's around you. And it can get really hectic mm-hmm. in the middle of these fights, man. Yeah. And you know, one thing I don't have to worry about because I don't use like a gun is it seems like this game, you know, does a decent job of not feeling like you just have unlimited ammo. Right, Jeff? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I the, pretty much every mission you're going to hear Jeff go, shit, I'm low on ammo. And then we're all I'm dry. Around. Yep. Um, and then there's even bigger enemies so there's like the reapers 
right? The the Reapers, Crushers, the Crushers, Mullers, Bulwarks, Bulwarks, yeah, yeah. Bulwarks, yeah. Um, that are almost I wouldn't say they're bosses, but almost kind of like mini bosses. Um, and then there are what are they called? Abominations that will occasionally the monstrosities. Spawn. Monstrosities, that's it. They are like they are mini bosses. So there's like Beast of Nurgle and Chaos Spawn. Um, Plagogrin. Plagogrin. Yeah, we haven't seen one of those guys in a second. I feel like I feel like we've seen a Beast yeah, of Nurgle it's been a little bit. Um, what's this called? Demon Host falls under that because oh. of one spawns and the other ones won't. So yeah, let's talk about demon spawns because those are the a thing. Demon hosts, yeah. Demon host, yeah. So the demon host is kind of the equivalent. It's the witch. Yeah, exactly. The witches from Left 4 Dead. If if anybody listening has played Left 4 Dead, you know the witches are an enemy that you can beat. But in most cases, it's best to just kind of go around them and not get in a conflict with them. Uh, and that's what the demon host is. And they're real fucking creepy because before you see them, you'll hear them whispering to you. Mm -hmm. And most times when they show up, there is going to be an alternate route or a way you can go around them. Except for one time when it spawned in the only way we could go like right in the middle of the path we needed to go and we looked around trying to find you know <laughs> we looked way. around for a minute yeah <laughs> and it was there was no doing nothing doing just right at the top of those stairs and if you piss off a demon host it's going to kill at least one of you right when you say like there's one yeah, unless, yeah. unless unless you kill gps gods yeah yeah We've killed a demon host a couple of times, but I think maybe only in level two missions. Yeah. Um, they're tough. They're real tough. Um, yeah, I don't know if that was a glitch or what, but that time it spawned and we had no choice but to have to do something about it sucked. That was, that was a fucking bummer, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, was a, wasn't a good time. And then, you know, certain missions, because there's different mission types. If you go on an assassination mission, there's a boss at the end. So far, it kind of seems to be the same guy every time. It's a different name. They oh, okay. randomize his name. Well, okay. So He's I don't know. If, I, I don't know. if I think maybe actually there's like three different guys and they might have slightly different abilities, but I don't yeah. think they're anything Crazy. One like, has an annoying gun. One has a not annoying gun. That's okay. all there is. Okay. Okay. I feel like. Yeah, that one that has the gun that knocks you back. Oh, I hate yeah, that, that one so much. That one's miserable. Um, he ruins my day. That but, gun interrupts everything. You reloading? Boom. Mm -hmm. Not not anymore. You are. And the <laughs> other thing that I like about Dark Tide, as opposed to something like um, Left for Dead, is it's there's mission objectives. And Left for Dead, it was kind of go to point A to B get to the safe house then b to c right yeah and dark tide you have missions so that could be an assassination mission it could be a mission where you're stealing fuel cells right or uh munitions munitions kind of stuff, right yeah. mm -hmm. there's ones where you have to use those auspices to scan shit least favorite least favorite mm -hmm. um you know and and there's like little mini games and stuff for all that <coughs> I like that. To to me, that's what 
separates it from other games of that type as those extra objectives. Um, and also, it, it just always sets you up to be in a big open area where there's going to be a billion dudes coming at you. <laughs> right. right, a bunch of different yeah. different yeah. avenues that you have to worry about guys coming through. And Now, Jeff, I, I want you to sort of break down choosing the mission because Jeff chooses our missions for us, right? And I know there's different modifiers. So, like, you can pick a mission and it'll tell you, like, oh, it's low intensity, but there's more dogs or stuff like that. How does that part work, Jeff? Oh, I mean, you know, you, you go in and then there's, what, the five different ratings. And then there's a Maelstrom mission, which I guess is, like, the equivalent of, like, an elite mission that has mm -hmm. its own. Mm -hmm. That also has – that one typically has a three to five rating. And then there's all the modifiers, which are – We've run into some dumb ones, but typically they're like high intensity, low intensity, a hunting ground on top of that, which will just means more dogs. Oh, low okay. visibility, which we did for the first time, which we will never do not again. Not fun. I think that's the one time. you guys did when I was taking my dinner break last night was uh, the low, in, low visibility <laughs> one. How does that <laughs> work? It's just, you just foggy the whole shit. time. Yeah, you can't yeah. see anything. Did y'all finish it? We did. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we did finish that one, but um, then, like, the Maelstrom missions are, like, huge multi-modifier. I haven't, I haven't, I don't remember the Auric stuff, the level 30 stuff, because we haven't done it, but the Maelstroms are typically, in like, chance of increased enemy health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've um, done for some specific of those. ones. We've done some of those, and then like the one we did where we got some, like increased tank or mutant spawns, where it was oh my like God. twenty mutants. Dude, there was this one time. So a beast of Nurgle spawned, and so we're fighting him, and then it sounds like a Pantera reunion <laughs> concert behind me. And I turn around and it looks like the entire fucking offensive line for Alabama is running at me, bro. That's how many of these big dudes there were. One grabs me and then I counted the other ones running by me and it was 12. And I even told you guys, guys, there's 12 mutants running at you right now. The it running of the mutants. <laughs> insane, dude. Like, those are fun because of goofy shit like that. And, you know, at this point with us being, um, you know, at our level cap, it kind of seems like our goal is to just get better and better gear to hopefully take on the auric level yeah. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's the idea. So I don't really mind doing the goofy modifiers because, I mean, we might die. That's all right. I don't care. Yeah. Anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if we fail a mission, it's not a huge deal. You still get some XP and some... Uh, yeah, the only thing you're missing tubes is and cubes. The, tubes the, and uh, cubes. <laughs> the emperor's gift at the end, the, yeah. the equipment. Yeah, because yeah, unlike Destiny, you're not constantly getting loot. You're going to get one item at the end of the level. That's about it, right? Um, and then it's up to you to, like, there's so many different currencies. There's ordo dockets, which are gold coins. There's tubes and cubes, which are the resources you use to upgrade weapons. Um, then there's milk what a, coin, milk coin, the fucking <laughs> crypto of Warhammer. Um, yeah, there's all those systems. And Steve, you have a little bit of a you and Jeff do totally have a better grasp on the item 
upgrading and perk blessing trading and shit like that. Break that down mm-hmm. a little bit for us. All right, so you've got like weapon rarity, kind of like Diablo-esque, starts out gray, goes up to orange. And uh, as you it gets better, it just adds more benefits to the weapon. Like the weapon, as, as you get it, the stats, the raw stats on it, the damage, the little like cleave amount, mm-hmm. the mobility, all that stuff is going to be set in stone the second you get that weapon. It can vary, but it just depends. Like it's a completely random roll for that stuff. And then as you get up to like green and blue, it adds these things called perks and blessings. And perks are kind of like smaller scale like stuff, like plus 10% damage against dogs or something like that, you know. The blessings are a little bit more grandiose like plus 18 percent damage if you hit three more three or more people in a hit kind of stuff stuff that can actually really make a big difference for the weapon mm-hmm. and so as you level it up you just get more perks and more blessings i think at the top level you have two perks two blessings on the weapon and uh the blessings have like four different levels of kind of rarity to them as well so there's there's levels to it but um right now the a lot of people aren't really happy with the way it works because it's just not very efficient. It's tough to, it's, it's very RNG mm-hmm. based on yeah. if you, if you can get a good weapon or not. And people aren't super crazy about that right now. Yeah. So I was looking at builds last night for my character. Cause I kind of just went by the seat of my pants, making my character. And I wanted, you know, now that I was at the highest level i wanted to fuck around a little bit and look at some builds and a lot of the builds i've been seeing are like okay this is the build and you need these two weapons with these perks and blessings specifically and when i started seeing that i was like how the fuck am i gonna make that happen you goddamn nerds the fuck you think (laughs) i am yeah Um, because because okay so you can peel blessings off mm -hmm, of weapons and, mm -hmm. and like store them to to put on other weapons that's one one thing that is nice, but at the same time, those blessings can be extremely hard to come by. Right. You know, especially, especially if, if you're looking three for, or four. yeah, especially if you're looking for a specific one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times the only way to even see if you can get those blessings is to buy a weapon, a basic weapon mm-hmm. and up, level it up all the way and, and see just cross you, your fingers. hope you get lucky. So it's just, right. mm-hmm. it seems like that's going to be kind of the quote unquote in game grind of this game yep. is. Mm-hmm. Buying That's weapons, exactly. upgrading it, and slowly augmenting weapons that you have, or you know, getting them into the place you want them to be. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then the only like real like consistent way to get the three and fours is to get that milk coin. Yep. And buy those guns and just strip them. Yeah, because there's mm-hmm. there's a, a a vendor in the game who basically gives you destiny bounties every week, right? He's got contracts. I think there's, what, five that you get. You can trade them out. And if you complete them all, they each have a a payout of a certain amount of his currency. And then if you do all of them in a week, you get a a 1,000 bonus of that currency. And then he has limited time items that he sells. And like Jeff was saying, it kind of seems like if you see something he's got, that maybe doesn't really work for you, but it has a perk you want, it might be worth buying, stripping the perk off of that weapon mm-hmm. um, or the blessing or whatever. Um, and I'll be honest, the contract system, those bounties or whatever, that's pretty fun. You know, it's fine. pretty yeah. pretty easy to do. Um, no, yeah, it's, there's, there's very little FOMO in that 
also with the store which like the the microtransaction store is interesting because it updates i didn't know this but jeff posited last night that it only upgrades one or updates once a month which is crazy crazy (laughs) shit is crazy man yeah man and listen I'm not the biggest, like, I'm not some dude that, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, microtransactions. But I'm also not above saying, oh, I'll buy a microtransaction. Yeah, man, if I like the game and I want to look cool, Mm -hmm. fucking I'll do it. I don't care. Especially with this game, which we're all playing for free. It's on Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mind throwing the developers a few bucks to make my lady look cool. Exactly. Um, We all look awesome right now. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Man, every night we play with Nick, he goes, one day, one day I'm going to spend <laughs> some real money, and I'm going to have my guy looking cool. I just spent a lot on food and alcohol at Disney, but I'm going to I'm gonna get a microtransaction <laughs> one day. Oh, man. So, I, I wish I could gift him the microtransaction. Some Aquilas. Yeah, yeah. So here's, a, so here's some Aquilas from the old pal he was, Halls. He was playing Warhammer Disney Tide. The other weekend, uh-huh. according to him, he was. <laughs> yep, he didn't have the best time there. I guess, man. But. I, you know what? I think he might have actually preferred if he shat himself at Disney, based <laughs> on the story he told us of what happened. Might have gotten him out of there sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the range of gear that's available for your characters. There's actually quite a bit. Like it's all, you know. You, you get a certain type of sword, gun, staff, whatever it may be, and then it's all about the extra add-ons it has. Yeah. But there's a nice range, you know? that uh, you, go in, you go in with one melee weapon and one ranged weapon. Mm-hmm. And you, once you go in, you can't change it. You can own as many as you want, but like once you're launched into the mission, yeah. you have to kind of pick, and, pick your weapons to take with you. Yep. Um, now, if I was going to be 100% honest, I would not have minded gear, like helmet, chest piece. You know, I get that mm-hmm. we can buy microtransactions or you can unlock, um, you know, uh, cosmetics through penances or there's even a store, like an in-game store for cosmetics. But I... I would have been all right if they gave us helmets and all that because I like gearing my dude up. And as it is now, you know, you have your your two weapon slots and your th- three relic or curio slots. Um, and that's cool and all, but, like, if there's a Dark Tide 2, let's go all in on the RPG element. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Room for improvement. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this game is perfect, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. A lot of fun, though. Yep. You know, I think it's a testament to this game that I hit level 30 and was like, yeah, I'll keep playing. I'll keep playing this character. You know, and the right the right games. It doesn't matter if you look at something like Dead by Daylight. You know, we've talked about it. It's not that game's as far from perfect as you could possibly imagine. And yet we played it for forever and probably will play it again. You know what I mean? Oh, especially now that they and uh, Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> I'm gonna Bro. kick that little doll. Oh, I'm gonna kick that motherfucker across the map. You wait till <laughs> I hit that boy with a pallet. <laughs> the old ham banana. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, for some reason, <coughs> um, everybody's character hates my character, 
because there's dialogue between all the different classes while you're in missions and everybody hates the psyker yeah because the psyker kind of freaks everybody out yeah it's weird space magic so everybody we all kind it. of dog on them yep yep and i'll be like damn did you hear what you just said to me that's fucked up the uh, only one who doesn't is the ogren nick's character i believe but jeff jeff and my character are very well, very your, your character steve hurts my feelings <laughs> she's a zealot i mean it's not surprising i know but she's she be religious maniac my feelings bro Look, and my, my character just just understands how to hold a gun pull the trigger so i mean space magic woo, way over my head the voice actress for jeff's character sounds like she eats exclusively beans for breakfast <laughs> like she's real is, good it is straight cockney yeah it, it's yeah. great guys i don't know if either of you knew about this and honestly i don't know that either of you will be as excited as i am so i went on steam right for the bit to pull up um the how many warhammer games there are can you see my steam page right now uh-uh um, i see the warhammer 40k uh wiki okay well i pulled up the wrong thing give me un momento maybe i can't share screen with steam that's stupid come on gabe gaben lord gaben uh i was so excited there's a lot well it's that's not even really it i was trying to show you okay here we go now can you see my screen yes Yes. There is a fucking Warhammer 40K RPG coming out in the beginning of December called Rogue Trader. Okay? Okay. And it's a new game set in the universe, and it's made by the same people that made the Pathfinder games that were mm -hmm. fairly well received. This looks I fun. mean, come on. Right? Look at them yeah, that runs. looks cool. And then this is, when you search Warhammer, this is what comes up on Steam. I'm going to scroll just a little bit for you guys. Ready? It is pulling a lot of um, DLC. Like DLC and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it so. is pulling a lot of DLC. So that, to be fair, there is. But a lot of that is not DLC. Is Now we're in yeah. the area that's all DLC, but. There to are, be fair, you've been talking, the, well, you've been scrolling the whole time you've been talking, too. Uh -huh. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is, let's see what it says. Oh, it just keeps going. I thought it would be one of those where it says, you're looking at page one of 300 or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, I, <clears throat> for a game that we were excited about when it was announced and kept waiting on, it was so weird. We had started playing Payday 3, right? We were kind of looking for something new to play, and we started Payday 3, and then one weekend we were just getting get together to play Payday, and I was looking through Game Pass, and I go, oh, shit, Dark Tide's out. I'm going to text Steve and the dudes, and then, sorry, Payday. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't robbed a single jewelry store or a fucking <laughs> bank or anything since, bro. <laughs> Nothing. That game had a... A pretty rough launch too you know yeah uh, we'll circle back many... yeah we'll circle I'm back sure. around this time next year and it'll probably be just like dark tide it'll be just fine yeah yeah um jeff you got anything else you want to add about the dark tide chat before we call it a night oh uh, 
I just click heads. Uh, outside of that, I, I've got nothing. <laughs> He's using a las gun. Right? I'm re- using a Recon 16 las gun. <laughs> <laughs> it, goes, it does. <laughs> you know shit's going down when you're, like, running around and you hear, and it just says, Slay news killed a uh, flame toxer. Slay mm-hmm. news killed a mutant. Slay <laughs> news killed five fox hounds. Slay news. Slay news. Slay news. <laughs> the best part Slay is news. I can't Slay wait news. until we start Slay playing like news. alternate characters and you see the names of those. Oh, have you already made them and you have them? Oh ready? yeah, they're all ready to go. Oh my. God, he's ready. He's ready for that night where what we come on and go, I think it's time to start alts. And he's like, well, here. And it's just a bit. Yeah. Here's prolapse. It's all for the bit. Prolapse. What about you, Steve? You have anything else to add? Nah, it's just good to be doing these games with my dudes. I enjoy playing yeah. this kind of stuff. So, and, and and Nick is really excited about it, and it's got me and you excited about Warhammer. Yeah, you know, like, listen, Nick is a trooper. He'll fuck around with any fucking weird Final Fantasy shit we want to play together. If we're like, hey, let's play this together, Nick would say, all right. But I, he was real stoked to hear about Darktide, and he has been digging it. Um, mm-hmm. Boy, I could tell the disappointment in his voice when he showed back up and we were all 30. He goes, oh, is there any reason for me to play? Well, I'm, a guys, I'm a babby. I'm a babby. I'm a babby. <laughs> I yelled at him about that babby shit uh, on Saturday. I was like, what? you're level 22. Yeah. You're not a babby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll have him maxed out before. no. Because that's the other yeah. thing. Like, it's not we like we played for dozens and dozens of hours to get nah, the 30. Nah. You know? A couple nights, he'll be there. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, Jeff, buddy, thanks for coming and hanging and talking about Dark Tide. Um, if any of you want to sure. follow our buddy Jeff, he's on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch as well as the Asian himself. Um, yeah, if you want to catch some high-level Street Fighter action. Oh, my God. I don't know this about man, that. This man's counting frames and optimizing combos, and I'm just like. <laughs> That's right. I can do a fucking cannonball, cannon strike. <laughs> I can do a dragon punch. Look at me do a dragon punch, you guys. <laughs> um, for all your high potion needs, go to myweirdfoot.com. Leave us a review, please, please, and thank you. And fucking, we'll see you guys next week. This has been yeah, uh, High Potion. I'm, I'm going to predict that we have um, a triple A release to talk about. That and uh, Game Awards fucking oh, nominees yeah, that's come right. out tomorrow. Oh, we've got a couple good ones in the pipeline then. Yeah. So yeah. stay tuned, y'all. All we'll right. See you next time. We'll see you guys then. See you all on the Ed Royce trailer episode. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do with that? It's going to be just like a Dark Tide fucking cutscene. I'm a skip it. Skip it. <laughs> <laughs>